Hey y'all, and welcome back to another Monday message here in season three at Chronicles. I am Amanda, your host, and today is Monday, January 15th, 2024. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, I have some fun facts for you today to start this message. Some super interesting things I have found with good old Google. Did you know that our planet is rocketing around the sun at 67,000 miles an hour? or that it may once have been purple? Did you know that the moon has moonquakes, kind of like our earthquakes, but on the moon? Did you also know that the earth isn't a perfect circle and has a waistline that bulges? But did you also know that you weigh less at the equator than you would at one of the poles? I think I need to move to the equator. (laughs) Did you know that there is a type of frog called the wood frog that hibernates in the most bizarre way by freezing to death until springtime? Did you know that pods of humpback whales can corral fish using columns of air bubbles called bubble nets to trap schools of krill or salmon for their dinner? Did you know that some possums have this serum protein in their blood that neutralizes some forms of snake venom? Did you know that the hippopotamus can produce a secretion on its skin that acts as a natural sunscreen and antibiotic? Did you know that the dung beetle is the strongest animal in the world? Relative to its size, it's capable of pulling 1,141 times its own body weight. Did you know that dolphins emit high-pitched whistles and clicks and use the returning echoes to orient themselves, hunt for food, and even locate things behind walls or under the ocean floor? I bet some of you science lovers knew most of this stuff, but I didn't. In my recent journey through the book of Job and God's response to him about his creation made me curious. So I wanted to know some of the intricacies of the world in which I live that I never knew. I don't know if any of you, my faithful listeners, ever wonder about the wonders of creation. I don't normally. I accept all of it as it is, trusting that there is some larger order I know nothing about, nor could I possibly understand if I did. So I trust that the earth spins as it should, the sun rises and sets as it should, wood frogs survive through freezing winters, dolphins communicate, humpback whales eat, hippos are protected from the sun, and dung beetles function. I just trust it all, never questioning any of it. But boy, oh boy, do I question everything about my own life and the chaos going on around me. If I can be honest, I am so much like Job, wanting to put God on a trial of sorts and question him about his motives, about his love and care for me. I want to know, doggone it, what his purpose is in the grand scheme for taking me through certain things, for allowing certain things, for making me suffer in certain areas, for requiring my obedience in things I don't want to obey in my flesh. Now, you righteous few can sit out there and say you don't do the same thing sometimes, but I know that someone listening has those same thoughts, prays those same kind of prayers. I don't understand a whole bunch about creation, but I trust it because I know God created it. I know he knows what he's doing, but I'm his creation too. So why do I find it so difficult to trust him with me? 
I don't exactly know, except that maybe I carry some pride. Pride is one of the main character defects of a woman who thinks she knows what's best for her life. Guilty. Guilty as charged, my friends. A lot of times I do this without even realizing it. I take my own life into my own hands, make decisions without consulting God, and then I wonder why in the world I am going through difficulties. Well, duh, right? God can't work on our behalf if we don't invite him to do so. He's a gentleman. He will never force himself on us. I think for me, especially lately, as I feel myself drawing closer to the Lord, for me it's a matter of wanting to understand. And the funny thing is, is that I had a friend at one time who denied God because of this very thing. Nothing made sense to him. And my repeated statement to him was always, we will never understand all the whys and the hows and the what ifs. We just trust in a God who controls it all. And here I am, sitting in my lack of understanding for my own stuff and becoming a worrywart, a doubter, even a scoffer sometimes. So I add not understanding myself to not understanding what God is doing in my stuff. I want so much to understand, but I want so much more to just trust God. I just want to trust him, friends. I want to get to a place like Job did in chapter 42 where he says, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. You asked, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I. And I was talking about things I knew nothing about. Things far too wonderful for me. David knew it. He writes in one of his many Psalms, Psalm 9, verse 10, Those who know your name trust in you, for you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. God made a promise to Jacob in Genesis 28. What's more, I am with you, and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. And Jacob trusted his word. Abraham trusted God's word and his faith was credited to him as righteousness. Didn't God tell him to get up and go and didn't give him information on his destination? He did. And Abraham got up and went. Mary, the mother of Jesus, she trusted God too. And she gave birth to our Savior, Jesus. What an obedient, humble faith she had, right? There are countless examples in this Bible that I read every day of people who trusted God. Everyday people who got themselves into pickles just like I do. People who are flesh and blood just like me. And they trusted God. So I know it's not impossible. What is the solution to trusting God, friends? What is the answer to these things that I don't understand? Making myself crazy trying to understand them? No, I don't think so. It's very simple, really. Keep seeking. Keep seeking God. Keep learning about his character through his word and through prayer and through intimate time with him. And so that's what I intend to continue doing, knowing that I may not come to understand anything any more than I do now and being okay with that because, like David said, I know him and that is enough. He doesn't abandon those who search for him. Do you realize something? You might if you have read the book of Job. Throughout the whole dialogue in this book, Job wants to know why. His friends think they know why, and so try to convince him of their beliefs on why. But 
In the end, God never answered that question. He didn't explain what happened in the conversations between he and Satan. He didn't explain the purpose of his sufferings, which I think is key for all of us today. We can cry out to God. In fact, I think God wants us to do that. Ask him why a million times. And in the end, like Job, we might have to be okay in trusting his good purpose that does not include an answer or explanation. Trusting that God is in control of every bit of it as he illustrated in several ways to Job. And lastly, I believe there are no coincidences for those of us who know and love Jesus. And so yesterday morning, long after the subject of this message had been laid on my heart and notes had been written, I read this in one of my devotionals. It says, Real, sturdy, lasting peace, peace that doesn't rise and fall with circumstances, isn't to be found in picking apart your life until you have understood all of the components. You will never understand it all because God, for your good and his glory, keeps some of it shrouded in mystery. So peace is found only in trust. Trust of the one who is in careful control of all the things that tend to rob you of your peace. He knows. He understands. He is in control of what appears to be chaos. He is never surprised. He is never confused. He never worries or loses a night's sleep. He never walks off the job to take a rest. He never gets so busy with one thing that he neglects another, and he never plays favorites. You need to remind yourself again and again of his wise and loving control, not because that will immediately make your life make sense, but because it will give you rest and peace in those moments that all of us face at one time or another, when life doesn't seem to make any sense. And then the reading for this particular devotion was from Luke 12, verses 22 through 34. I'm going to read those for you really quick. Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear, for life is more than food and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them, and you are far more valuable than to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a thing like that, what's the use of worrying over big things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world, but your Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and He will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give it to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven. And the purses of heaven never get old or develop holes. Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it and no moth can destroy it. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be.
So let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for how you teach me through the study of your word. Thank you, Lord, that even though I still struggle today with trusting you in everything, you are so gentle in your reminders to me that you got this. You can handle it all, and you are not surprised or worried about anything. So why should I be? Help me today to trust you more than I did yesterday. And should you give me another day to serve you tomorrow, help me trust you then more than I do today. I pray for my listening friends who also might struggle with those unanswered why questions. Lord, help them to rest in perfect peace today, knowing that you can handle whatever circumstance or trial might come. Help them to trust you too, even when it's hard, even when tomorrow looks so incredibly uncertain. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for who you are, for what you've done in each of us, and for what you are going to do in our hearts and minds to transform us into people who are more and more like you every day. We honor and glorify you, Lord, because you are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, that's all I have for you today, but I hope you've been encouraged. And if you have, share this episode with a friend. I love y'all. Until next time, this has been Amanda at Chronicles. See ya. Chronicles of a Delivered Pit Dweller is now available on multiple platforms, including Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Share this and other episodes with a friend today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out Chronicles21.com homepage for addiction recovery resources if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction. Remember, we don't fight for victory, friends. We fight from it.